Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Very busy Wednesday from New York this morning and delighted that you've chosen to spend some time with us here. I'm presented by Progressive Insurance. Guests today will include Shefty and Woj and Windy, all on the Shell Pennzoil performance line. A million things to get to with all of them. The NFL season kicks off tomorrow night, but there's only one place to begin, and that is with the biggest story in sports by far. The Heat will win in five. This season will end in the bubble in Orlando on September 8th. I think Giannis has choices. We know that they're not far away. I think he really takes a hard look at staying in Milwaukee. If not, he's got to go pair with somebody. But one thing is for certain, for all the magnificence of his last two seasons, and he is brilliant, what they're doing in Milwaukee just isn't good enough to win the championship right now. Something is going to have to happen, and it's going to have to happen soon. Hopefully we can learn from this, and hopefully we can build a culture in Milwaukee that for many years that we can come out here and compete every single year for the championship. Get ready for the summer of Giannis, except it isn't summer. Any other season, we'd be spending the entire summer talking about what the Bucks are going to do about Giannis Antetokounmpo, who has one year left on his contract and finds himself in the exact same place LeBron was when LeBron made the decision. Seven years into his career, finishing up his age 25 season, coming off back-to-back MVP seasons, he'll win it this year, finishing with the best record in the NBA both of those seasons, and not winning a championship. LeBron James is the only player in history to be in that position before he left to Miami. Giannis is in that position now. He has one year left on his deal. He's not going anywhere this year, and of course it won't be the summer because the summer just ended and his season did too. But the future of Giannis Antetokounmpo is obviously by far the biggest story in the NBA today. I would never have imagined that there'd be something that could happen that would keep me from leading with the NFL the day before the season began, but this is that. Because this is a generational talent. This is one of the genuinely great players, despite his flaws, and there's a big question about what's going to happen with him in the future. So I will tell you, it's not enough, in my opinion, just to ask the questions. I think you need to answer them as well. And so the answer is pretty simple. As for what Milwaukee needs to do to try and convince Giannis that he can win championships in that city. Get Chris Paul. Chris Paul is going to be available. If you didn't see this yesterday, Billy Donovan and the Oklahoma City Thunder mutually agreed that they will go their separate ways. And the overriding obvious reason for that is that, because he's a good coach, the Thunder have decided they're going full rebuild, which is probably the right thing to do, as good as their season was, and they give them a lot of credit for not throwing in the towel, for not kind of packing it in after trading away Russell Westbrook. But they're probably going to do that, and Billy Donovan isn't going to want to be a part of that, so he's going to go coach somewhere else. And Chris Paul, at his age, isn't going to want to be a part of that either. And Chris Paul and Giannis Antetokounmpo, for not one reason but two, are a match made in heaven. First off, their games. What Chris Paul does, what his game is, perfectly suits what Giannis needs. I mean, Giannis handles the ball as much as anybody on that team, and it's ridiculous. Chris Paul is as good with that as anybody has ever been. And he can score when you need to. He can make shots when you need to. They need a playmaker on that team. Giannis needs a playmaker, and Chris Paul is one of the great playmakers that has ever lived. But that isn't even the most important reason why it works. The most important reason is that they need each other. Giannis wants to stay in Milwaukee. You can feel it. He doesn't want to leave. He doesn't want to be that guy. He wants to be the guy who spends his entire career playing in Milwaukee. But he won't if he doesn't think he can win. 
So despite the fact that he's only 25 years old, I think he's desperate. And Chris Paul is definitely desperate. Chris Paul is on the verge of going down in history as one of the greatest players never to win a title. He's going to be on that list. Ask any of the guys how much they like being on that list. Ask Carl Malone. Ask Elgin Baylor. Ask Charles Barkley. Ask Patrick Ewing how much they enjoy being on the list of the greatest players not to win a championship. We all know who they are. Dan Marino in football. Ted Williams and Ernie Banks in baseball. You don't want to be them if you can avoid it. And Chris Paul, I think, would desperately love to avoid it. I think it's a match made in heaven. They would both be desperate. I think it would work well. I would do it. And history tells us it works. And you know where? In Milwaukee. 50 years ago, the Bucks had a young center by the name of Lou Alcindor. You know him now as Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. He was a rookie and he was brilliant. He was the best college player ever. He was the best high school player ever. He came in and was the best NBA player probably immediately after his rookie year. And what did the Bucks do? They went out and they traded for an aging point guard whose name was Oscar Robertson. Together, the young Alcindor and the old Robertson won the only NBA championship in the history of the Milwaukee Bucks. That's what they should do now. History should repeat itself. The young Giannis and the old Chris Paul should together win a championship in Milwaukee. We'll talk to Wendy about it. We'll talk to Woj about it. I think it makes all the sense in the world. Meantime, you also have to be willing to deliver some cold, hard truths. I'll make this straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. And the straight talk is this. Giannis is part of the problem. Don't get me wrong. He's a brilliant player. And any team in the league would kill to have him. Kill to have him. And he absolutely can be the best player on a championship team someday. And if you ever hear anyone say aloud the words, the Bucs are better without him, stop listening to them immediately because they have no idea what they're talking about. Or more to the point, they're just trying to say things to create a reaction in you, and they don't really mean that because no one in their right minds means it. Giannis is a top five NBA player, but he has a flaw. And it's not one that will be addressed overnight. And it's as simple as this. Giannis can't shoot. Giannis is 7 for 29, was 7 for 29 from the floor in this series outside of the painted area. Over the last two seasons, they keep a statistic on jump shooting, jump shots in the NBA from anywhere on the floor. Over the last two years, 169 NBA players took enough jump shots to qualify. And by shooting percentage on jump shots, Out of 169 players over the last two seasons, Giannis Antetokounmpo ranks 169th. Last. Last. Part of that is what they ask him to do, which is too much. He needs Chris Paul. Part of it is that's not his game. That's why three weeks ago when I launched the show, the first thing I told you was, if you're starting a team right now, you start it with Luka Doncic ahead of Giannis Antetokounmpo. You don't even think about it. It's not a knock on Giannis. It is more a statement of the fact that Luka has as complete a game as anyone I've seen come into the league, maybe since LeBron James. Giannis is not. Giannis should be Carl Malone, a more athletic Carl Malone. He's shooting threes because when Carl Malone played, they kept score by twos. Now they keep score by threes. So Giannis is trying to be that, but that isn't what he does. And that's not, certainly not what he's good at. He's the defensive player of the year, deserves it, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable defender, hustle, energy, rebounds, fabulous. Offense, tons of games, scores a lot of points. But he can't shoot. And he's being asked to shoot. So they need one more shooter, and they need Chris Paul. And the Bucs can win a championship. 
and they've got to put the right pieces around him, and they've got to make him want to stay. Because I want to make it clear that none of what I just said, while I will defend it to the end, because it's true, it's actually just a statement of fact, it's not even an opinion, none of that diminishes how great he is. He's great. Most players can't do everything. Very few people are Kawhi Leonard. Very few people are LeBron James. Very few people are Luka Doncic. Giannis can absolutely be the best player on a championship team. And he might be next year. You get him Chris Paul and one more shooter, they're the favorites to win the whole thing. Straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. So that's where it begins today, and we will talk about it with Woj. We'll talk about it with Wendy as well, as they will both join me coming up. Wendy had great stuff on this this morning on Get Up. Just great. Talking about Chris Paul and talking about how this situation is so reminiscent of LeBron James right before he left for Miami. Remember the last year of LeBron, they won 66 games, I think it was. He had one year left on his contract. They had a disappointing playoff exit. And what did they do the year before he chose to leave? They killed themselves to try and keep him. They went out and they signed an aging shack and they did all these things that didn't work. And one thing led to another. They destroyed whatever future they had and he left anyway. So that's what you don't want to be if you're Milwaukee. You've got to get this right. There's no team in sports that faces more pressure to get something exactly right than the Bucks do around Giannis right now. What exactly does he want? I'm sure he'll make that clear to them. Again, Woj will know he's in the bubble. He'll be live in 20 minutes. Wendy will join us off the top of our second hour today. I'm looking forward to all of that. I'm Greeny. I'm presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $750 on average. Call or click today. Find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. Of course, the NFL season kicks off tomorrow. We will talk lots about that. But coming up next, a really smart man says something unconscionable, and I don't blame him at all. You'll hear it and why next. Just getting started. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Greeny with you on ESPN Radio. Cover all your bases with Straight Talk Wireless. Get the same network's as big carriers only pay up to 50% less. Get the unlimited plan with 25 gigs of high-speed data, then 2G for just 45 bucks a month. Only at Walmart, savings may vary. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. Woj, live in 15 minutes on the future of Giannis and anything else he has from the NBA's bubble. Meanwhile, Lincoln Riley is the football coach at Oklahoma. He's someone I like very much. I think he's very smart. He's obviously a great coach. I believe someday he will be a great NFL coach, and he is one of the really revolutionary, offensive-minded coaches in football today. He said something about the coronavirus that I found, frankly, unconscionable when I heard it, but it didn't surprise me at all, and I'm not angry at him or about it. I'll play it for you now. This was Lincoln Riley yesterday. We're to the point now where we're playing games, um, and, and obviously any active case or contact trace is, is, is going to have game repercussions and so you know 
just like you know we would with an injury we're not gonna you know we're, we're just we made the decision to not broadcast that I know we'd been probably the most transparent school in the country up until then but you don't want to give your compete or your team a competitive disadvantage so we're not going to do that hmm. so essentially we're going to treat the coronavirus like it is a sprained ankle and i will tell you that that is an extraordinarily on-brand thing to say for lincoln riley for dabo sweeney who apparently has adopted according to heather a similar position or any football coach because football coach's job is to win football games We can remove any further illusion. We can remove the farcical notion that anyone's first priority is the education of their players or anything else. The football coach's job is to win football games, and I don't blame them for that. This is the time when the adults in the room are supposed to step in and say, the coach shouldn't want want to disclose that information. But just as we sometimes have to take the helmet away from the player, in this case, we have to overrule the coaches. You cannot not be transparent about this. We're all going into this on a wing, a prayer, and a leap of faith. The Big Ten has made their decision, which they clearly have done because they believe it is in the best interest of the health and safety of their athletes and others, and they have been astonishingly criticized for it. Now, I have no idea what the right thing is to do with regards to the coronavirus, whether the right thing is to play or not. But I do know for certain that the wrong thing to do is to conceal any information related to it. 100% the wrong thing. It's not fair to anyone. And it also opens the door to a, a level of transparency, a lack thereof, That should not be acceptable to anyone. The key word in all of this should be transparency. Everyone who is willing to go along with the Big 12 and the SEC and the ACC giving this a go, and I am not sitting here telling you they shouldn't. I am one of those willing to go along with that. But part of the agreement, in my opinion, should be we will be completely transparent when it comes to this, even if it creates a minimal competitive disadvantage. But I don't expect the coaches to make that decision. I'm not mad at Lincoln Riley because it isn't his job to worry about the coronavirus. It's his job to win football games. It's someone else's job to say, no, that's not okay. This is what the rule is going to be. So someone wake up the people at the NCAA. Someone go wake up the, the folks in Indianapolis and tell them, hey, they're about to play this football season and something that theoretically should be under your purview which is the health and safety of the student-athletes, they're about to not make public any information with regard to that because it might create a competitive disadvantage. Is that okay with you guys, the NCAA? That okay in Indy? We're good with that? I know you have nothing to say about the college football playoff. That's not under your purview, but this is, or should be. This can't be okay. Cannot be okay. You cannot possibly allow football teams, to treat the coronavirus like it's a twisted ankle. That can't be okay. There are too many potential repercussions from that. So I'm hoping someone will step in and do something. And again, I'm not expecting it to be the coaches. Because the coaches are the ones who are going to get fired when they lose football games. So they have a vested interest in the wrong side of that equation. 
the people who are supposed to be on the right side of that equation, where are they? We need to hear from them immediately. Immediately. Because these games are starting. They're already playing some, and they're going to play a lot more soon. And I can't imagine anyone thinks it's okay that they keep secret the coronavirus data and information they have because the coaches are worried about a competitive disadvantage. So someone who can be in charge of that, we need to hear from that person immediately. I have another hour and 40 minutes on the air. I hope we hear from them in that time. That's 100 minutes. We should be hearing from them that soon. Greeny with you, presented by Progressive Insurance. Again, Woj coming up in nine minutes on the Shell Pennzoil performance line. NFL kicks off tomorrow. The biggest question, and I can't remember a football season I was more excited about than this one, I think for all the obvious reasons. Maybe because we lived through a period of time where I genuinely worried we wouldn't have it. And I think I'm still worried that they will be able to do it, that they'll make it through. In the most recent round of coronavirus testing, they only had one positive test. They're doing great, and I hope it continues. I love the sport. I hope they're able to play. And I'm going to talk about it in an optimistic fashion until they have to stop it. And I hope that day never comes. So we're going to talk about the football season like it's being played, as it is starting tomorrow night. And you will see Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs tomorrow night against Houston. You will see two of the great young quarterbacks in the sport in Patrick Mahomes against Deshaun Watson. And the big question going in involves one of those two teams, the defending champion Kansas City Chiefs. Are they the most prohibitive favorite going into an NFL season that we have seen since whom? Is it since before free agency? Back at a time when we had dynasties that looked different than what the Patriots dynasty has looked like? The Patriot dynasty was basically Belichick and Brady for 20 years. But I'm old enough to remember when a dynasty looked like an entire team stayed together for a decade. And that's how the Cowboys won three out of four in the 90s, and the 49ers won all those Super Bowls in the 80s, and the Steelers won all those Super Bowls in the 70s, and the Packers won all those championships in the 60s. The Chiefs look like that. Everybody is back, plus they added Clyde Edwards-Alaire on offense. Everybody is back on a defense that while no one paid attention to it, was actually the best in the sport the last six weeks of the season. Their offensive coordinator is back, their defensive coordinator is back, and the head coach got a contract extension. And oh, by the way, the quarterback says he's just learning how to read defenses. So scary as this sounds, he's going to get better. Chiefs against the field? You take the field, because in football you always take the field. But the Chiefs are as close to making that a hard question as it has been in a long time. Greeny, the podcast. Shopping for Mother's Day is usually a challenge because you wait until the last minute. But Macy's Gift Finder makes it incredibly fast and easy to find the right gift just in time for Mother's Day. Whether you're shopping for your sister's first Mother's Day or your fashionista mom who loves to make a statement, Macy's Gift Finder has so many great gift ideas that you can easily pick out something special to celebrate them both. You can shop by price, anywhere from 25 bucks and under to 100 bucks and under. You can also sort by category like fragrance, handbags, and more, or gift lists like for the mom who has everything, pre-wrapped gifts or gifts for grandma. Find top brands like Studio Pro Model Beats headphones, Polaroid cameras, and Samsung smart TVs. So what are you waiting for? Mother's Day is May 12th. It'll be here before you know it. Macy's has the perfect gift guide to make picking something for mom easy this year. Head to macy's.com slash gift finder today. That's macy's.com slash gift finder. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. The Heat will win in five. Played hard tonight. Stayed close despite shooting under 40% for most of the game. But this season will end in the bubble in Orlando on September 8th. The disappointed call on WTMJ Milwaukee last night as the Bucks season came to an end and thus begins what in any other year would be the summer of Giannis. Of course, it isn't going to be the summer, but it is still going to be of Giannis. And the man who will always have all of the inside information is the one and only Adrian Wojnarowski, my man Woj, who joins me from the bubble on the Shell Pennzoil performance line. So, Woj, let's just get the conversation started. So mm-hmm. much of it will be about Giannis. What what should the fans be thinking about it with regard to his future? Well, I think for, for Giannis, you know, his decision eventually this summer slash fall, whenever we get to the free agency period, will be whether he signs an extension. Now, he'll be eligible for that five-year super max he's eligible the super max means you can get 35 percent of your team's uh, of the payroll of the salary cap and because he's been mvp and all nba he qualifies for that and so that will range based on wherever the salary cap lands they they've got to negotiate those numbers still because of the uh, financial the loss of revenue the leagues had they've got to work through those numbers Anywhere from five years, two hundred and fifty million could be five years, two hundred and twenty million. But it is significantly more than anybody else could pay Giannis if he were to leave and do a four-year contract somewhere else. You only can sign a four-year deal elsewhere, and so that'll be the question uh, between now and uh, the start of next year. Does Giannis go into the final year of his contract in Milwaukee, or does he sign that extension this summer? The expectation that I feel like I've heard from most people is that he won't sign the extension this summer, if only because he'd be eligible for the same thing next year and and leave some options open. And and so let's just live in a world where that's the outcome here. Um, You would assume the Bucs are going to do whatever they can to try and put a championship team on the floor next year. A, because they want to be champions, and B, because they want to keep him long term. So the name Chris Paul has come up. Walk me through what would have to happen for Chris Paul to wind up on the Bucks next year? Yeah, I mean, it's really difficult. I mean, his salary, to, to trade a player, to trade for a player that's making $40-plus million, um, who's certainly advanced in age. You're, you're, listen, he's still an elite. He's shown himself to be an elite player. But, I mean, let's say you're Giannis. You, like, I think if you're Giannis Atenacupo, you're not just looking at next year. You're looking out five years. And so... If you're Oklahoma City and you're going to trade 
Chris Paul. You're going to try to get back some younger assets. You're not looking for old. Oklahoma City is headed toward a rebuild, and that's part of the reason Billy Donovan is out now. And so, yes, in a one-year scenario, does Chris Paul, could he make them better? Yes. But if you're Milwaukee, well, you're, you're not just selling on Giannis one year. You're not trying to sell him on one year. You're trying to sell him on what it looks like over the next five years of a deal. And if you trade away, whether it's another couple picks or a couple of your better young players, and how much of your roster do you have to move? How many different salaries do you have to move to match up the 40? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure I see a fit there for the Bucks. Again, this isn't about going all in on one year. This is about, I think, showing him a plan that we can sustain having a, a championship-level team over the future. But, of course, yeah, you would like to advance further in the next playoffs. You'd like to be able to win a title next year. And I know the Bucks' plans are to sit with Mike Budenholzer and their GM, John Horst, and, and ownership and, and look at where they've fallen short, why they think they may have fallen short uh, in these last two particular playoff losses, the one to Miami and then last year to Toronto, where they lost four straight last year and then lost four or five this year. Uh, and I think they've got to take a hard look at you know where they can improve the team. And I think they are limited in some ways of how dramatic of a change they can make. And I think they're going to have to try to find some growth from within, which they've really done all along in Milwaukee. They've, they've been very good at that. Woj with me on ESPN Radio. I'll remind you that the NBA playoffs continue tonight. Kemba Walker and the Celtics looking to put away the Raptors. That's presented by Indeed. Coverage begins 6 p.m. Eastern on most of these ESPN radio stations and on the ESPN app. Woj, you mentioned Billy Donovan. By mutual agreement is the way I read it, that that he will not be back in Oklahoma City next year. He's a good coach. He obviously did a very good job this year. He's had great success on the college level as well. What what are we starting to hear about what the next steps may look like for him? Well, I think there's some openings now like Chicago, potentially a Philly, where they may want to have a conversation with him. Um, he doesn't have to take one of these jobs. He can wait and and sit out a year and come back and be – you know, take a look what's out in the marketplace the following year. Uh, you know, I think for Billy Donovan in Oklahoma City, I mean, it really was people, nobody ever believed it's actually mutual. But in this case, you look at Billy Donovan and you say, he knows they're headed toward a rebuild, whether it's maybe one more year with this roster and then Chris Paul goes or Steven Adams goes and guys get to the end of their contracts. Oklahoma City has 13 first-round picks over the next seven years and, and a mm. bunch of pick swaps from all these trades they've made, Paul George and, and, and the Russell Westbrook trade. And so they're going to head into a different mode. And, and I think for Billy Donovan to sign up for multiple years there, he, he doesn't – Sam Presti really couldn't tell him and be honest with him, wanted to be honest with him, that I don't know whether we make that move after this year. What if we get some great trade offers for a couple of our key veterans – Maybe we don't bring back a similar team next year. So I think the uncertainty, and then if you're Oklahoma City, you know, do you want to have to pay the kind of money Billy Donovan deserves as, as one of the, the better coaches in the league, or are you going to maybe pay a younger guy to come in and a rebuild? So those are all considerations of, of what happens there. But uh, I think Donovan is a very well-respected coach in the league. You know, general managers and executives are always looking. They use the word partner. It's a partnership. And Billy Donovan is someone who has shown – he can work very well with ownership, with management, um, and that's important to front offices that have a coach 
that they can really work well with. And, and Billy does that and has shown, um, I think he's shown great growth as a head coach. You know, people, he got put with Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook in his first year in the league. There is a lot to learn coaching in the NBA. And sometimes I think people don't allow for people to grow on the job. The only way you get better at doing something is to do it over and over. And when you're smart and you work hard, like Donovan does, like you get better at it. And he did. And he did have Oklahoma City up 3-1 in the conference finals. And yeah, Clay Thompson went off and they lost and we get it. And and they lost that series. But um, he's somebody who uh, I think will be a head coach again in the NBA. Um, I don't necessarily foresee college again in his future. My, my sense has always been with any coach, any coach who has a choice between being a head coach in the NBA and being one in the NCAA and has been in both, very few choose to go back. Some go back because the NBA doesn't want him anymore. Um, that won't be the case with Billy D. And then quickly, they, they just put up on TV. Again, we're always on ESPN News. All the vacancies that are out here now, Oklahoma City, Chicago, Philly, New Orleans, and Indiana. What do you have your eye on there? Yeah, I just reported, Just they, they've done an initial list of they're going to do like virtual interviews and you know a wide-ranging list including Becky Hammond in San Antonio for oh. uh, Sacramento Memphis coach Dave Yeager uh, you know and a number of uh, other assistant coaches around the league uh, so they're sort of starting out embarking on their search and uh, and they'll see who else becomes available does Mike D'Antoni become available in Houston how does that end up and uh, you know so Indiana is really uh, a very broad group right now that they'll narrow down here over the next couple of weeks. All right. Well, stay safe down there in the in the bubble. Outstanding as always. And I'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Greeny. Talk to you soon. All right. That's Woj with me here, and that is Breaking Moves. Breaking Moves is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. Build your winning team today. Go to LinkedIn.com slash sports. Adrian Wojnarowski, the very best in the business. Greeny, the podcast. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Life is a series of choices. Who you got? Make a decision. Say it! Say it! All right, I'll say it. Who you got? All right. Greeny, you ready for some Who You Got? Yeah, we're going to play Who You Got. This is Bubba, my disheveled board operator. Yep. Well, I trimmed it a little bit, so I'm not as disheveled. Just I can't see you. We have lost uh, oh, the well, video here at the seaport, which I consider to be a blessing. Oh, wow. Well. Considering they're probably showing you on the TV Yeah, right they now. are. It's looking great. <laughs> but I'll tell you who's excited to see me, Granger, because Who You Got is brought to you by Granger. Let's start with the first one here, Giannis. 
cannot become a free agent until after next season, at which point, who knows? So his career with the Bucks, will he get a title or are you taking the field? Who you got? I say in his career with the Bucks, Giannis will win the championship. I think he is that rare star who is going to stay put. I don't think he's leaving after this year under any circumstances, and I don't think he'll leave after next year either. I think the Bucks will do the right, will make moves to put pieces around him, and ultimately he will win. I don't know that it will be next season, but I believe before all is said and done, Giannis does win an NBA championship in Milwaukee. What's next? All right, to the NFL, Tom Brady has been favored in 74 straight regular season games, which is just ridiculous. It's the longest streak in the Super Bowl era, but he's the underdog on Sunday at plus three and a half. So Tampa Bay at New Orleans in Brady's debut. Who you got? Boy, that's a good one. All right, here's what I'll say. I have the Buccaneers winning that division. I have the Saints squeaking into the playoffs. This game is at New Orleans. There has been no preseason, no summer program to speak of. The Saints have been together for 6,000 years, and the Bucks are all just meeting each other. And yet, there are very few hard, fast rules in life, but one of them is this. If you're getting points with Tom Brady as your quarterback, take them. I'll take the Bucks plus the three and a half, and I am calling for what will be an upset and the straight-up win Tampa at New Orleans Sunday. Bubba, what's next? All right, sounds like a KOD. I like it. It's who you got with Greeny, ESPN Radio, ESPN News, sticking in the NFL. (laughs) Mitch Trubisky is getting the week one start in Chicago with Nick Foles as the number two. But by the end of the year, who has more starts, Trubisky or Foles? Who you got? See, that's not where I thought you were going to go. That's a good question. Because I thought you were going to ask me if they made the right decision or not, who I got on the starter, should it be true. And they did this. Starting Trubisky to begin the season is exactly right. Because it is the move you can unmake. You can change your mind. You couldn't go from Foles to Trubisky. You can go from Trubisky to Foles. So what you're really asking me is, do I think they will? And do I think that will happen before the midway point of the season? And unfortunately, I think the answer to that is yes. I think Foles will wind up getting more starts. I want to say this, though. I'd like to be wrong about that. I'd like Trubisky to put this together. I don't think he's going to be a great player. But I think his lot in life is to some degree unfair. Look what they're doing with, in, in, in Buffalo with Josh Allen. They're running an offense that suits what he does well. I feel when they've done that around Trubisky in Chicago, he's been good. Not great. I don't think he's ever going to be great. But he's been good. He's been better than terrible. It's when he tries to run that Andy Reid offense that that the head coach likes that he's been terrible. And Nick Foles will be much better in that. And ultimately, I think that's what the coach wants. And they're the worst team in a good division. So I think ultimately they'll lose a bunch of games and they will make the change. So my answer to your question, and I say this unhappily, is that Nick Foles will wind up starting more games this season than Trubisky. What's next? All right, back to the NBA as we just talked with Woj. OKC and Billy Donovan are parting ways. So if you're Billy Donovan, what do you do? Return to college or stay in the NBA? A team like the Bulls reportedly interested. Who you got if you're Billy? So that's an interesting one. Did you? I'm, I'm asking you a question now, Bubba. Sure. Did you or did you not put Woj up to saying what he just said before the break? Because Woj just said almost no NBA coaches 
who have the choice of staying in the NBA choose to go back to college? Well, I'll keep my conversations with Woj private, thanks. <laughs> I know you and he have a lot of very important talks. I know that he has been something of a mentor to you in your life, and I think well, that's very nice. Well, it's the other nice. way around. other way around, but yeah. That's true. You have taught him every – you have taught Woj pretty much – there were no Woj bombs until there was Bubba. Yeah, I mean, who was at ESPN first, Woj or me? Thanks. You actually were. That's true. Okay, here's the answer to your question. Under no circumstances is Donovan going back to college. Adrian Wojnarowski would not have just said on this program that he will not go back to college, he will find an NBA job, and, and be wrong. There's just no Woj doesn't get those things wrong. So my answer to your question is, Billy Donovan will take another NBA head coaching job. And there are interesting one, ones out there. To me, the best of them is New Orleans. If you're looking for a, the opposite of what he had this year in OKC, I think that New Orleans is that. With Zion and Ingram and Ball and a bunch of good young players. New Orleans is a team you can grow with and, and they could be a championship caliber team in a few years. So that to me is the best of the jobs, I think, that are open. But I believe that you're better off being a coach in college. If your interest is in, in, in my opinion, in minimizing the stress and anxiety and turmoil in your life and in maximizing your job security, which goes hand in hand with that, college is a way better place for these coaches. I just used Jay Wright as an example of that a couple of weeks ago when he put out a statement saying he's not going to the Sixers, he's staying at, at, at Villanova. They will someday name a building after him. They will write his name on the court. He will be there as long as he wants. He's a made man. Billy Donovan won two championships in Florida. Now, you know, OKC, I mean, he's feuding with players and he's out now and he's going to go find another job. I don't know. Maybe it's just I'm looking through th- at things the way I feel I would appreciate them. I believe you're better off being a college coach if you're very successful than an NBA coach. But Woj just said that almost never works that way, and then most of them see it the other way. Bubba, well done. Thank you very much. Now, I will look forward to perhaps, you know, a little life coaching from you a little later for myself as well. My TV monitor has come back on now, by the way, and you're right. You do look good with the hair freshly shorn. Shefty and Wendy next. Greeny, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny, the podcast. You can get more from Greeny live weekdays at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN News. And don't miss Greeny on Get Up every morning at 8 Eastern on ESPN. Greeny, the podcast.